0: and hello and welcome everyone to the comic multiverse where the worlds of nerd meet matt we're back again took a week off last week you got called away i needed to recharge after running around to vote and everything but i i have to say i think this episode is going to be that much better for it
1: i think so too i i was looking at the news before we started and there's there's quite a bit there's quite a bit we're not going to be talking about visions this week because joel hasn't seen it so don't ask us
0: i haven't seen it yet i plan to i'm watching it with a person that's the problem i i haven't seen a lot of the new stuff from this week i'm sitting on like three episodes of law and order i need to catch up on that show came
1: back nice nice thank you michelius for the subscription 20 months jesus christ
0: hot damn shows there i I think uh 20 months i think that makes him a black belt (laughs) in the greater scheme of comic book shows i believe that makes him a black belt (laughs) uh oh oh don't worry Tevya we're gonna get to all of that we got a big stack of news this week but as always it wouldn't be a proper comic multiverse show if i didn't ask matt how's your week been matt i haven't seen you in over (laughs) a week so because of that it feels like an eternity
1: yeah it really does yeah um yeah no my week was good um we were talking just before we started i started watching uh the the reality the Mm. trash reality tv show (laughs) hardcore porn Mm. uh, which is like like just like porn stars and all those type of shows except it's like worse
0: yes this is they tried to be the pepsi to uh what is it pawn stars coke only you know where pawn stars kind of is like oh no you know we're a show about you know history and education and you can learn stuff in it you know hardcore pawn is just like what if we just showed people yelling and fighting at each other
1: yeah what if what if our show was exclusively about crackheads
0: Yeah, if you missed the show when it was new, and oh boy, did they go from zero to 60 in that show all the time. And I'm sure 90% of
1: it is staged. Oh, um, probably 99% of it is staged. I guarantee you it's all staged.
0: Yeah, because no one one would be like that. But man, if you love car crash viewing, it's all on – oh, I mean not all, as Matt was saying before. It's actually very – very incomplete but on amazon if you want to put something on in the background
1: yeah yeah it's it's yeah as you said fantastic like background noise just like trash every now and then you'll look up and someone's dressed up as a vampire trying to sell a bongo drum you know (laughs)
0: My my favorite bit, and I was just you know reacquainted with it recently, is you know he she's he's telling the lady there, oh I'm sorry these stones are fake. She then whips out her titty and goes like, is this fake? What can I get for that motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> just, just comedy gold. That's funnier than anything anyone could write. <laughs> Also, the chat reminding us there that new uh, Batman audio drama came out on HBO Max. Yeah, it did. I kept meaning to listen to it because I figured there's like enough room on the channel this week I could get around to it. So maybe I still will.
1: Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that was coming out yet.
0: Yeah, yeah. Nice. It got a it got a pretty big push. I saw like people in my feed
1: talking about it, so that's pretty cool. Awesome
0: yeah we, uh, we talked about the webtoon last uh or not last week but two weeks ago matt had actually read it and he uh, quite enjoyed it
1: yeah i'm waiting for the for i'm gonna do it in like three issue lots just because the the like one issue isn't long enough to warrant like uh, its own yeah. video so yeah i'm, I'm waiting for three i'm done. like banking three issues before i talk about it again
0: smart smart yeah i should probably get into it too I should probably check that one out. Oh, oh, I've been watching What We Do in the Shadows. Don't you worry, Magmaster. Yes. I haven't watched the new one yet, but oh man, the episode before that where they went to Atlantic City, holy shit.
1: <laughs> it's pretty good. Bring,
0: bring up an interesting piece of vampire lore that they need the soil of their homeland or else they lose their powers. I'm like, oh yeah, they're going right back to it, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> that's right as well bizarro guy doom patrol came back this week with not one but three episodes
1: yeah i've only watched the first episode i haven't watched the uh, the remainder two
0: right and by the first episode we of course mean the finale for season three we did not get yeah (laughs) thanks thanks covid wait for making us wait two years you you can tell they had to move stuff around where they're like oh we had an ending in mind But now we can't really do it because we have to end the show, but also set up the next season. So (laughs) I guess the Candlemaker ends up not being that big a threat at all. actually. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's kind of disappointing.
0: (laughs) Like, don't get me wrong. I like it. It's all very good. And like the last 15 minutes when they wrap up everyone's story and they put it all to the sounds of uh, all I need is the air that I breathe. That's good. I just wish some of the other stuff could have been different in how we got there. Yeah, yeah. What's even funnier, too, is what they do with the Miranda character. It's like, oh, so we're diverting from the comic now. Actually, no, we're coming back to it. <laughs> did
2: did
0: did we say it was actually Arthur Chalice? What we meant was it actually was the weird, otherworldly, undescribable evil from the book. Because it has to be because we need, basically need to come up with a new final boss a for A new this. threat, yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the 11th hour, the B plot ends up becoming the A plot. And I'm like, all right, fine, sure, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. It's still good. The next two episodes are also pretty good. They cram in a lot of interesting references to other Doom Patrol stories. And ooh, you, you see some characters who people have been asking for for a very long time. Oh, awesome. So, yeah, I won't spoil that for you. I will just say it is good, good stuff. And thanks, uh, funk to I think that's how you pronounce that. <laughs> either way thank you much appreciated yeah uh i guess with that uh if no one else has any other business to attend to we can hop into the news from this week because there's a hell of a lot of it
1: yeah we can
0: right a lot of this is this weekend last week everyone so if you hear a story and it's like oh, it was a while ago that's why yeah so i guess the first and biggest piece of news we need to catch up on is uh the hawkeye trailer came out for the new uh disney plus show it did yeah and uh wow, you know, f- I I swear I always have this mode of like, oh, you know, you know they're going to start resting on their loyal lo- uh, laurels eventually, you know, when are they going to start getting lazy with these shows and they're going to start uh stop capturing uh you know everyone's imagination. And then they put this out it's like, oh, it's Hawkeye, but it's also a Christmas show and I'm like, <laughs> fuck yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, is is Hawkeye a Christmas uh, TV show or not?
0: <laughs> yeah, it is now, to which I'm like, <laughs> I am a soft lay and that is all I need apparently. <laughs> No, this this looks really good. This is everything I want from a Hawkeye series. We got the tracksuit Dracula's. We got uh what is it? Uh all the other characters they got we we got the family stuff and it's them actually dealing with the fallout of Ronan that the movies mm-hmm. never really did, and that's like, hey, you killed a bunch of people, Clint.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that seems to be like the big inciting incident that uh yeah, Ronan murdered a bunch of people, and not only that, that Kate has adopted that persona as her own and obviously that's leading to people coming after her
0: which is very classic marvel comics where like everyone has adopted the ronin persona
1: everyone gets to be ronin at one point
0: it's true it's like (laughs) it's like spider-man everybody gets one (laughs) uh steinfeld is great as bishop like in just a few couple lines we hear her speak i'm like yep she got it
1: yeah yeah she sounds exactly how i would imagine kate bishop would sound
0: she's kind of a fan girl she's kind of like oh doi about it but also she might be more competent than clint himself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so there's just a lot of stuff to love about this and there's stuff we haven't even seen yet like the mime is supposed to be in here we're probably gonna see some black widow
1: fallout in this as well yeah well yeah well, i mean at the end of black widow we got that tease that uh elena will be coming after uh clinton way.
0: Yeah. So there's a lot to look forward in this and it's like, yeah, so it starts in November, but it goes uh, all the way through December. So yeah, we, next to Iron Man three, we have the next great, and I guess, uh, what is it? Batman returns. We have another one for the pantheon of great superhero Christmas stories. Oh, and Shazam, of course.
1: <laughs> Shazam. Yeah. I also like as well that they, um, I don't think they did it in any of the movies. Well, I think I might've hinted at it, but, um, here it's pretty pronounced that, uh, Hawkeye actually wears his hearing aids
0: yes that's right they're finally like, i don't have think we ever that, saw them
1: in those in the films or anything
0: yeah we did not which that's very cool yeah i wonder if we'll uh, get any reference to or maybe he'll show up uh barney barton who was also a pretty big deal in a uh, the uh, fraction story that this show is very clearly taking all its reference from
1: maybe maybe i know i know we're getting swordsman we're getting jacques Duquesne, Nice. and well there yeah. you go yeah
0: I mean, cause that's essentially, you know, Clint's adopted dad. So they're probably yep. going to have to talk about the circus of crime and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be very cool. I'm very excited. Yeah. There's a whole world of Hawkeye weirdness that they can introduce us to here in this show that, uh, the movies never could.
1: Yeah. I think it's going to actually surprise a lot of people that don't know anything really about Hawkeye outside of the films. And they're going to realize Likewise. like he's a oh, circus of crime. Weird kind of French swordsman Mm -hmm. guys, tracksuit Dracula's, like pizza dogs and pizza
0: dogs. I'm (laughs) glad pizza dog gets to be in the poster, and I like that. Yeah, because pizza dog is the other most important character in the Fraction (laughs) Hawkeye run. You see, (laughs) it's very nice. I I hope they keep that joke from the comic where he looks at the collar and it says Arrow, and he's like, "No, fuck that. That's not your name." I really hope they keep that joke because that joke is just uh, brilliant. <laughs> but yeah, Hawkeye looks great and it did its job too because it actually got people excited for a Hawkeye show, which I thought would be hard to do.
1: Exa- yeah, yeah, I'm so glad people are excited for Hawkeye. And it's about time as well.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, also, too, I like they have a Hamilton style uh musical theater yeah, thing for in the, the tra- avengers
2: this.
0: yeah rogers and i'm like haha jokes on you marvel because i would totally pay to see that oh they I knew could. they
1: knew we would they knew we would
0: <laughs> look that's that's when the marvel cinematic universe spreads itself too thin when we have to start going to see musical stage plays <laughs> on broadway to keep it all straight
1: oh this is yeah this is part of phase 16 you know <laughs> you gotta go see the stage musical but it's only available in new york <laughs>
0: oh of course (laughs) you know we we joked about this but i remember like for all those disneyland attractions they were doing they're like oh yeah we're gonna start doing marvel themed dinner theater on -hmm. our boats and everything and it's gonna be interactive and i'm like okay is that gonna be part of canon though because like i'm not saying that i won't go to keep track of it because i will (laughs) i will and also when they say it's interactive like what's that gonna be like captain america just comes up and says hey how are you enjoying those lemon pepper wings
2: <laughs>
0: pretty good captain liking them a lot thanks <laughs> <laughs> interactive dinner theater basic <laughs> but yeah uh hawkeye looks dope i'm very excited for this and it's nice to know that once again all these marvel shows have been very different thematically and stylistically
1: yeah yeah they they've all had something uh that sets them apart from each other which is great
0: yeah again i'm amazed that some people still trot out the very tired and stale argument of like oh all the marvel properties are cookie cutter they're all the same
1: yeah exactly i don't i don't understand are you watching these these shows and movies they're all completely different the the only thing they have in common is that they're all based around superheroes
0: yeah pretty much which again it's it's like saying all comic stories are alike no they're not yeah they're all vast and different yes they may share some of the same uh things here and there but by and large you know it's a it's it's a vast tapestry of rainbow (laughs) it's a cosmic gumbo if you will (laughs) thanks santa uh so yeah i guess uh, with that we can move on to our next story here and uh solicitations came out uh while we're away matt so we got a couple new series from uh dc and marvel that we're going to be talking about that i'm sure we'll both be excited for and first up is a brand new Sabretooth solo series by uh laval
1: yeah uh Sabretooth, a character we've barely even really heard of since like the beginning of uh hickman's x-men he was like the first mutant to be like incarcerated within the island
0: they uh they took him off the table in a big bad way to try and show what this new status quo was all about that he was literally the first person sacrificed on like the altar of krakoa yeah yeah and i guess it makes sense because victor creed's whole deal is like i don't care about anything or anyone i just do what i want Ooh, well you're not really going to get along now will you in this new krakoa era Mm
2: -hmm.
0: (laughs) you're you're literally too much of a wild card like even mr sinister and mystique and apocalypse will pretend to follow the rules
1: yeah he won't and yeah he proved it when he was attacking all those people uh in new york
0: yeah so they put them they put them in the big tree and apparently issue one of this series is going to be explaining okay what happens when you get put in the big tree
1: i imagine it's some type of stasis or something some that's some what they said. thing that some prison or something maybe it's something like what the eternals have that void where you like uh, have to like face your past crimes and stuff
0: maybe they, they certainly described it as something horrible where it's like you know you'll be awake but you'll not be able to move or see or do anything Mm -hmm. so you're we basically trapped you in your own consciousness yeah which sounds like a horrible fucking nightmare and if he was pissed off before he'll be really pissed off now oh yeah we also see the tree and a bunch of stuff on fire which makes you think oh is this going to be a side effect of the inferno storyline is you know does something happen that ends with Sabretooth getting out
1: i could see maybe mystique freeing him
0: makes sense because you know they work together a lot
1: yeah and she has a bone to pick with xavier Indeed. and magneto
0: she very literally wants to burn it all down so why not yeah. bring out a guy who is essentially unkillable
1: yep yep
0: and who has many bones to pick with everyone else as well uh yeah works for me this is also i think yeah this is like the first saber solo series ever
1: really ever
0: yes Yes, I think he's had mini series before in the past and like special one shots, but this is the first ongoing. Oh, okay. Which works for me. I have always loved Sabretooth. He's always been one of my favorite mutants and I'm sure people are like, "Really? But he's so simplistic." Yeah, that's why I like him.
1: <laughs> he's so easy to understand. He he, yeah. he big, he he tough, he destroy he thing
0: he mean even when they tried to make him a hero ever so briefly when they inverted him and he basically became wolverine on like the uncanny avengers for a minute still Mm -hmm. so simple yeah yeah you know sometimes he works for other people sometimes he works for himself the only thing you really need to know is that he hates wolverine so goddamn much Uh he's gonna stop at nothing to kick his ass which means we'll probably eventually get that story too yep down the line but yeah so there's saber tooth uh, i'm excited for it and i never thought i would be excited for a saber tooth book
1: i know especially if it's so integral like uh like yeah. we're where, where implying that it is i imagine it would be considering you know it's been you know almost two years since we last saw him mm-hmm. and he was put away in a big way so
0: yes very much so i mean it is going to be an important piece of the puzzle where it's like okay what does life imprisoned by krakoa look like
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm
0: so that'll be interesting to see again how hellish is it you know is is this another uh you know mark for the war crimes him yeah. him oh, oh you
1: know what it will be you know what will be
0: yeah again will will he come out you know how will he come out changed and everything and also he, his time in there has cerebro been making backups of him the whole time he's been in there i wonder yeah yeah that'll be very interesting to see mm-hmm uh or again, this could be like one of those like Joker situations where the book is called Sabretooth, but it's actually not about him at all. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: That could totally be a thing they do, which I wouldn't be shocked. I guess we'll see.
1: Yeah, that'll be cool as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh more X-Men news coming down the pipeline, and oh, this is kind of a sad one, but one that I'd kind of been bracing myself for anyway, for several reasons, and that is Hellions, probably one of my favorite books in the reign of X-Men line is going to be concluding at issue 18 so very soon
1: it's got a very fitting cover for the conclusion as well certainly does thumbs down (laughs) you all
0: get thumbs down you little fox uh yeah this of course makes sense for several reasons one zeb wells is going off to be part of the big spider man team Mm -hmm. so he probably couldn't write this one uh, or continue writing it also if you have been reading the book you'll know that as of the last issue they have basically set up the big end game yep You know, Sinister has turned traitor on the rest of his team. He's revealed that he's working on the Chimera Mutants, that Empath was actually a secret sleeper agent for Emma Frost. Yeah, the book pretty much had to end now because I don't know how they would keep going after that.
1: It's run out of story, yeah.
0: Well, it's like they told the story. The story is done. And it's so funny, too, because this book was born out of the end cancellation of Fallen Angels. So Fallen Angels turned into this, and then this story ended. I wonder if we'll get to see, you know, I mean, Havoc and Psylocke, definitely, they're probably going to go off to somewhere else. But I wonder Mm -hmm. about Wild Child and what is it, Nanny and Orphan Maker and everything else, if we'll see them go join other teams. They'll
1: go back into the ether of of forgotten (laughs)
0: mutants of underused characters
1: which is a shame because this is the
0: coolest they've been i really want to see gray crow on somewhere else hey maybe maybe the reavers will get a book after this and he'll you know lead a heroic version of the reavers
1: that'd be pretty cool
0: yeah because i like gray crow it's cool that he's a native american character who they're really boosting and also they don't call him scalp hunter anymore because that's like pretty fucked
2: up that one of the most (laughs) most
0: prominent native characters has what is basically a slur in his name (laughs) So yeah, I would very much like to see uh, him go somewhere else and do something else. Yeah. Uh, Wildchild will also disappear because now we have Sabretooth and Wildchild has always just been poor man Sabretooth.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's the one who gets the most fucked up where he's like, oh god, friggin' Sabretooth is back. Well,
1: just fuck me then, huh? That's what, that's what the Sabretooth book is about. It's about him, not actually <laughs> Sabretooth.
0: <laughs> oh my god, if they did that, that would be amazing. <laughs> It's it's sad to see Hellions go because this filled that secret six-sized hole in my heart for, like, weird, fucked-up, underdog, dark comedy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, here's hoping Zeb Wells can maybe bring some of that to Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, I, I imagine he will.
0: I'm sure he will. So, yeah, there's Hellions, everyone. Don't Don't weep because it's gone. Smile because it existed. <laughs> That's what I say. Uh, Now, moving on from there, uh, I mentioned Spider-Man, and hilariously enough, our next piece of news involves Spider-Man. So, comic legend, who is still kicking and still working and still turning out amazing work to this day, J.M. motherfucking Demathis, is returning to Marvel to pen a brand new Ben Riley Spider-Man solo series.
1: Yeah, holy shit
0: so this is kind of like what peter david did with the symbiote spider-man where it's like okay so these are stories that happened in the past they kind of connect but they kind of don't it's a mini series now but if people like it he's gonna keep writing it is the thing yeah and i just cannot believe there it's like oh so the 90s are back again in 2021 you literally <laughs> got one of the original guys one of the original architects back <laughs> to be like yeah keep writing it <laughs> it's yep in in 2021 wait but, pe- but di- didn't people not like it back then and didn't they get mad us? yeah but we're going all in on ben Riley now in
1: 2021 yeah but and that's the thing people will like it because of that
0: probably yeah because now it's like before we hated him but now we're nostalgic for him <laughs> it's like when you get nostalgic for a bad movie like battlefield earth is a bad movie but then it's like it's so bad you have to see it yeah yeah <laughs> And also true, like I, I think a lot of fans too, in you know, in the years from the clone saga to now, have been less afraid to get more vocal, even amongst our own fan base, to be like, Yeah, but Ben was like my Spider Man when I started and, and I always liked him, and I always thought people were mean to him and I would like to keep reading <laughs> about him, please. <laughs> and now they can. Yeah can read about him in two places you can read about him here and apparently read about him in the main spider-man book where he's gonna be a big deal <laughs> so you know there you go if you're a ben Riley fan this is a goddamn great year for you <laughs> now here's a question i want to pose you matt i posed this on twitter and i think it bears repeating for the show what do we think all this newfound love for ben Riley means that he's gonna be a big wheel in this spider-man book spider-man beyond and he's getting his own solo by like a legendary writer what do we think this means
1: uh i don't know it it could be related to another piece of news we got coming up later on right uh just because it's not peter parker um right it could be related to that that news uh but uh yeah i i don't know maybe they just think it's been it's it's like time he spent his 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 tenure in 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 I comic know. book trail <laughs> yeah,
0: really? he served his time and now we got to reintegrate him into society yeah 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 uh long time fan of the show jace jensen asking the hard questions but kane where is kane oh you know they're going to do something with kane either in this book or in spider-man beyond because all these freaking peter parker clones are joined at the goddamn hip we'll get him we'll get carrion we'll probably get the jackal again
1: yeah oh we're definitely going to get the jackal at some point
0: at some point i mean look they're not going to do these and not breathe ball back maybe spider side will return at some point remember spider side everybody <laughs> i mean most people don't but i do
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what, what about the scryers where's the order of scryers at these days or yeah where's freaking, uh,
1: madame webb and uh, exactly. ezekiel and, and judas traveler yeah yeah
0: now where's judas traveler uh, the captain Kuhn helping us out here. Marvel in the '90s. I guess you weren't ready for Ben Riley yet, but your kids are gonna love him. <laughs> wow,
2: I didn't think about
0: that, but I think you're right. Holy shit. Ah uh, man, I mean, my theory was obviously like, are they throwing so much love at Ben Riley because they have some sort of movie or TV pitch in mind for him? Because that seems to be you can pretty much you know set your watch to it for Marvel if someone yeah, is getting a big yeah. push in the comics it means because you know we're going to put him in a video game or a movie or a tv show or something
1: yeah i i could see i could see him appearing somewhere
0: i know some people have theorized and it's maybe like a little too good to be true but do you think this is maybe like disney marvel's olive branch to sony to be like look we want to keep tom holland we want to keep telling peter parker movies but you can have this other spider-man he's just as good look look at all
1: these books he's in yeah i could i could see that yeah
0: andrew garfield is ben riley
1: yeah as i said it could also be tied into a story we've got coming up later in the show uh just as like a a sort of way to get around that maybe yeah
0: maybe well let's keep going and let's see uh where that takes us (laughs) uh so all right from there we have some more new marvel series news there uh apparently wastelanders is a new book that they're going to be launching this is a continuation of the old man logan old man hawkeye old man star lord like group of series now they're finally crossing them all over
1: yeah and they're they're introducing the old lady uh black widow widow into it among among other characters
0: you see being old isn't just for the boys anymore women get old too (laughs) but but i love it's like black widow where it's like yeah she's old but she has to like age gracefully she's still got to be like a helen mirren silver fox come on guys yeah
1: yeah, of course yeah come on
0: guys she she wouldn't let herself go that badly come on (laughs) (laughs) the future of marvel it's old
1: now i wonder if this will pick up uh after uh old man logan got sent back to to his yeah
0: future. good question yeah is this the same old man logan who we've been hanging out with or is this just like you know the regular old man logan of the original story
1: yeah i have to imagine it, they they have would have to have continued that story because aren't they doing something also with him in that uh 10 lives of wolverine and 10 deaths i mean of probably yeah yeah
0: probably that makes sense man to think that wolverine is just such a profitable character that even the old man version of him <laughs> continues to come back and be a major player Well, not only that
1: the old man version was like the main version of him for like it's like true. two years or something
0: and he was good and yeah. we liked him a yeah. lot yeah yeah it's like hey what what do we do with wolverine to make him interesting uh make him even older and surlier and make it so he can't heal as good
1: yeah i'm gonna dress him up like uh you know clint eastwood in like oh my god you know
0: (laughs) because he used to dress like clint eastwood in unforgiven because the old man logan story is just unforgiven yep (laughs) that's my favorite thing about that where it's like oh it's just such a classic timeless you know comic book story Dude, he clearly just watched Unforgiven that night. It was like, what if Wolverine was in it? And what if it was in the Mad Max future? Gold. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> never never let anyone tell you writing comics is hard, because sometimes it's just like, I like this thing. What if Wolverine was in it? <laughs> Pride and Prejudice, but Wolverine is in it. <laughs> Michael Clayton, but Wolverine is in it.
1: Hey, I'd watch that.
0: <laughs> yeah, really? What the fuck would that
1: movie be like? <laughs>
0: fast and the furious but wolverine is in it the soul soul he's got to drive cars really fast but why would he have to drive cars really fast that's why <laughs> <laughs> And it, but
1: it can be more violent because it doesn't matter if he can't if he gets in a car crashes or not he will still survive <laughs>
0: true enough and again i'm not gonna lie i didn't read the hawkeye one i didn't read the star lord one i stopped reading old man logan when they changed a bunch of the writers over so i don't know if i'm truly going to appreciate this one but i know someone will and that's good
1: star lord one was pretty cool he he, yeah he he was was like running around with the guardians and halfway through the book he realized none of the guardians were actually alive and they're all in his head because he's fucking insane
0: (laughs) oh no he's got the simers he's seeing his friends yeah (laughs) that's i mean we can really only hope for that right you know when we all get old and delusional at least give me a happy delusion where it's me hanging out with the guardians <laughs> b black in the chat wolverine he's like a lowry seasoning he just goes with everything <laughs> basically he's
1: yeah, the all-purpose seasoning
0: he kind of is <laughs> like again like how many stories have we read where it's like man this isn't great this is kind of boring oh but wolverine showed up in it. okay <laughs> i'll read one more this is going somewhere <laughs> yeah so uh there's your post-apocalyptic old people series everyone uh now after that we actually have some new dc titles we can be looking forward to and some of them are pretty damn interesting this first one is something i feel that you and i matt have been yelling into our mics forever for them to make happen and they finally have Mm -hmm. uh jeff lemire is going to be writing a black label swamp thing book it's called swamp thing green hell
1: yeah it's it's him and it's doug mankey who's doing the artwork for it the perfect combination
0: finally it's about goddamn time this when they mentioned you know black label like oh yeah it's gonna be dc superhero books but with less restrictions and everything this this was the easiest layup you do swamp (laughs) thing because he used to be in vertigo and that's basically what you're trying to be you're aspiring to be vertigo
1: yeah it's about it's about time someone decided hey oh yeah let's do them swamp things
0: yeah how the hell did it take them this long it's funny for a second there i'm just like oh cool you know it's jeff lemire coming back to swamp thing again you know from the new 52 and then i'm like no wait he didn't write that scott snyder wrote that jeff lemire wrote animal man during the new 52
1: (laughs) Who no doubt be in this book
0: oh yeah oh god yeah he'll be there constantine will be there i would not be shocked if lamir's like let's get all the vertigo characters in here we can
1: yeah frankenstein should be in there as well Mm Mm-hmm. just because doug minke draws
0: a really good frankenstein he really really does good call now green hell is like a movie reference right
1: yeah well well, well, i know when, when green hell is usually referenced that's like stuff with like cannibal holocaust yeah, uh, yeah and all yeah. those type of movies like you know setting the amazon with like the amazon mm-hmm. tribes eating people yeah. and whatnot
0: it's a subgenre, yeah so basically lemire's just pointing to the stands and calling it out it's like this is gonna be fucked up
1: i hope it is i hope yeah. it is
0: we're gonna be drawing some fucked up stuff is, is
1: swamp thing gonna hang dong
0: uh, I certainly hope so big green mossy dog what the fuck would
1: that even look like
0: <laughs> see look Jeff Lemire can get around that's like look he's technically not a person so it's technically not a penis so it's okay <laughs> it's just a big veiny vine between his legs it's fine <laughs> those aren't pubes it's just moss what was your problem <laughs> Jace Jensen helping us out again. Thank you as always, Jace. Thank After you. Green Hell, can we maybe have a black label comedy book called Swamp Thing Green Out? <laughs> it's just it's just him sitting around getting absolutely fucking uh, you know, i out of his mind. <laughs> just token up where it's like, "Okay, so you know, dark side, he's looking for the anti-life equation. Well, I got the anti-life bong right here. We're going to figure this
2: out."
1: <laughs> hey, well, uh you just uh, like do a continuation of that alan moore swamp thing story where yeah. superman ate like his mushrooms and fucking trip balls
0: pretty much it's just swamp thing going around to like god level characters in the dc universe and just smoking them out
1: <laughs> challenging down them to a smoke off
0: <laughs> yeah bet you can't bet i can <laughs> and the black racer became oh so high that day <laughs> And he's like, I gotta slow down, man. I gotta stop racing all over the place and being the embodiment of death. <laughs> Just gotta chill out, man. And Mr. Mixelplick said his own name backwards. He was so stoned. <laughs> yes, yeah, so is the chat saying, now that's a giant-sized man thing. Now that's Marvel, but yes. <laughs> he needs to say that when he gets his swamp dong out. Now that is what I call a giant-sized man thing. <laughs> I broke the fourth wall in continuity to make that joke (laughs) but yeah this is very cool this is the first like black label book in a while I'm really excited for and shockingly it's the first one that ain't a Batman centric one
1: yeah oh how is is Batman gonna be worked into this hopefully not I don't think he will be (laughs) no I don't think so either
0: Hell, that Batman world book came out. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I'll I guess I'll review this. Oh, they're all really short stories. Okay, I'm not gonna do a whole video on this. They're
1: they're they're both really short stories. And I think the book itself is like 200 pages long.
0: It is. It's ridiculously long. Which, don't get me wrong, I'm glad that all of these writers and artists got their chance. There looked to be some fun ones in there. I think, like, a Russian guy did a story in the back being like, I don't even recognize Batman anymore. He's so dark and gritty, and Batman (laughs) who laughs. What happened to the fun guy? I'm like, it's funny that a Russian guy wrote that story. (laughs) Where is Batman that I remember? He is cold and dark like my homeland. (laughs) I I wish it was different. (laughs) 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 but i think like that story ends with like his daughter reading a wonder woman story well you know part of growing up is knowing he's not just for me anymore must be for a new generation as well (laughs) and i'm like that's fun i like that i like i like superhero stories that are like meta stories about fans too you don't see it all the time but i (laughs) like it when they start talking about it. yeah yeah yeah. All right. What else do we got going on after that? Uh, ooh, more new uh, titles. Now, this is bat centric, but it's a bat book that people have been asking for forever. Becky Cloonan is going to be giving us The Bat Girl starting uh, very soon.
1: Yeah, it's about time because this is teased all the way back in Future State.
0: Yep. And in Joker and in the main Batman book, literally, they have been, you know, just teasing the shit out of this. Yeah. And it makes sense where it's like, look, you know, you're having a hard time. With one Batgirl holding up a book because the Batgirl audience, clearly everyone has their favorite. Well, why not just give them all what they want and, you know, have a team that's nothing but Batgirls? Yeah. Becky Cloonan is a good fit for this. Yeah, I'm interested to see where this is going to go. I'm definitely going to pick this one up. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely uh, add that one to your pull list, everyone, if you haven't already. Not not much else to say about that. Just, yeah, this looks good, and they've been promising it to us. I'm glad we got it. Yeah. Uh, another story that they're uh, trying to hype up, this is happening in the Bendis Justice League book, which I stopped reading because once I had Justice League Infinity, I felt I didn't need it anymore. But apparently in 2022, Bendis is promising us the Justice League versus the Legion of Superheroes
1: which makes sense and probably ties into infinite frontier given the great darkness is a villain oh yeah oh yeah i guess so
0: i never thought about that yeah huh well i'll be damned yeah
1: makes total sense
0: crimson a in the chat saying where's my duke thomas book
1: uh yeah i think he was like
0: in what is it What what's that anthology batman book uh urban uh, legends. legends
1: urban legends yeah
0: i think he was in urban legends for a bit he doesn't get to be in the robins book because he technically never was a robin which is a shame i
1: just want them to continue his uh future state story where like uh jefferson pierce became his fucking stand
0: oh yeah where he became a jojo character yeah
1: it was so fucking cool
0: yeah where's that guy feels like everyone would want to read about that guy yeah
1: everyone did everyone loved that goddamn uh outsider story they were doing in the back and then it just like finished and that's
0: and that's Brandon thomas yeah. too who was like writing outsiders for a bit and he's like writing that aqualad book now it's like yeah. well, why why can't he make that happen <laughs> yeah yeah what if you know duke thomas just woke up one day and said i have the power of god and anime on my side
1: yeah i i have the power of becoming an interesting character
0: yeah I, i'm still the signal i'm just a little bit older and like literally all of my teammates on the outsiders are my weapons now <laughs> it's pretty fucking dope i'm not gonna lie <laughs> Uh, all then, so after that we have uh, some more of the news from this week, and this is less new release stuff, and this is more like industry shit. Mm-hmm. But it's very interesting industry shit, and it's stuff that I know people have been you know, chomping uh, at the bit about. Oh, yes, uh, NR in the chat is right. Duke is in the Webtoon series. You're right. He's over there. (laughs) And people are liking him there, and he's actually serving a pretty good purpose because they're like, yeah, what if Duke moved into the mansion, which I think he kind of did in the main universe, but they didn't make a big deal about it, and then he was gone before we knew it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, back to what I was saying there. big big industry shakeups, big uh, seismic shifts happening with some stuff that you, you might not have expected. you know, certain companies. These, these things seem unrelated at first, but as we're gonna talk, I think these unrelated stories actually are quite related. Yeah. So first thing first, uh, IDW uh, this week made a very large move there, uh, changing their comic book distribution from Diamond over to penguin and random house which i thought they already did but apparently they didn't
1: i think they were like maybe the last holdout
0: they were one of the last holdouts that for sure i know they were definitely one of the more sizable holdouts so yeah it feels like uh yeah diamond has officially lost the second third fourth first like all the big company
1: yeah (laughs) they're also yeah It's it's been funny because like what was it? it was dc who left first yep and then like marvel followed suit after seeing that they were, they're just Literally like business as later. usual business as usual basically yeah uh, and then yeah now now idw is left because again seeing that these companies are surviving without mm-hmm. diamond and maybe even flourishing and doing much better
0: doing new and interesting stuff which yeah begs the question as we've been saying forever diamond what the hell do you actually do <laughs> What do you do here? What is your role? (laughs) What do you even do for us anymore? The answer is not much. And they're going to be doing even less now that they've lost IDW. And yeah, this, this kind of seems like, yeah, we're following suit, you know, from Marvel and everything, you know, they're working out and it's all good for them. And maybe it'll be all good for us too. Uh, But maybe it won't though, because our next story also involves IDW. (laughs) And this one is kind of bad for them. Uh, so whether you knew it or not, uh, IDW actually had a fairly interesting relationship with Marvel where they were basically contracted to do like kind of like all-ages, mid-range lines of stories, you know, for Marvel, for Star Wars. Mm-hmm they had kind of like you know the stuff you would see in book fairs and everything which you know is cool it certainly has its place in comics i'm glad it exists
1: it's very good stuff the high republic adventures books were excellent uh they just released uh this past week which i'm reviewing a uh halloween themed uh oh faders nice. like sort of tales from the crypt sort of oh book. clever
0: yeah that's it they did like a bunch of miles stuff there i know there mm-hmm. was like a point where it's like oh you know if you want to read more miles adventures you can read it over there uh well you're not going to be able to do that much longer because the whole entire idw action line which is what it's called is basically delta killing blow this week because they lost the star wars and marvel licenses yeah
1: that, now that's, that's not to say these books will be ending they could just fall under the Marvel banner that pretty which much is probably what they'll be doing be. with the higher public stuff because that stuff's so yeah. successful
0: yes and they've gone all in on it so yeah marvel basically are like hey we're taking our toys and going home which again is like i i can't blame them because it's like yeah you're a comic company why are you outsourcing some of your biggest it always it always, yeah, it always
1: confused me why it's like why are idw doing these books like yeah you're you're a comic book company like why why are you sending these out to other people
0: what are what are they doing that you're not getting yourself? Now, obviously, yeah. some of these were meant for different audiences because they mm-hmm. were for younger audiences, and maybe IDW, like, is better to tap into that. Again, I, I can't speak with any level of authority. So that's bad. That's a, that, 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 that's a pretty big knock against them. But it's like, hey, you know what? IDW made it all this time without, you know, Marvel and Star Wars in their career. Surely this won't be the end of them. Uh, They might also have lost the Ghostbusters license too.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Apparently a bunch they, – they have not officially said this one way or another, but a bunch of the Ghostbuster stuff that's published under them disappeared from all digital outlets this week. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's not good. That's bad. Also, I'm not plugged into the Sonic fan base, so if someone knows better than me, please tell me whether I'm right or wrong in this. I think e- either they lost the Sonic license to or a bunch of the Sonic fans are really scared that they're going to be next seeing all of this
1: yeah yeah i could see why they would think that
0: so there's a lot of freaking out going on there it's like uh is igw losing all their licenses the thing that they basically rely on to be a comic company
1: yeah yeah
0: and then it's like well why why is this happening and it's like well shouldn't it be obvious it's you know we we are we are seeing it in the app race we're seeing it everywhere else now where companies are like wait why are we having someone else do this for us? Why don't we just do it and make all the money instead of having to profit share?
1: Well the stuff with the sonic i sonic is uh i I don't know whether they'll actually remove it or not just because like I know like Capcom and all that like that mm. when it comes to like uh marketing this their stuff they they're kind of terrible at it because like you'd think by oh, now man. we'd have like so many like they like they own like like Resident Evil and uh. Uh, street fighter and all that it's mm-hmm. like where are all those comic book series they don't exist they Tell should exist it. so they like, really should yeah it would make sense for them to still work with idw to bring those series to bear but they don't want to
0: they haven't for whatever reason so yeah, yeah uh
1: looks to be some
0: dark days for idw right now and again i i i can't quite you know string theory the timeline of events here and everything but it seems like you know maybe they left diamond because they're like okay we're gonna have to you know move in some new directions now we're gonna have to try <laughs> and figure some stuff out we can't rely on what we used to rely on
1: yeah at worst they'll probably just go back to making uh really good indie comics which they still were doing during this except it's all true. this stuff was like paying the bills
0: street fighter is udon apparently says jack nevs yeah that sounds familiar
1: is that is that who owns the marketing for it though maybe
0: i don't know because i always is like thought it was those... like
1: under capcom
0: yeah there's like companies and sub companies yeah, capcom it's and
1: weird. sega and all that sort of stuff
0: yeah but so yeah there's there's that news everyone it's like oh boy that's uh that's a hell of a thing yeah you know uh you know here's hoping that uh they can stay afloat because i always enjoyed that idw existed
1: yeah they did some pretty good stuff
0: yeah even if i wasn't reading their stuff all the time i appreciate that they existed uh yeah as friend in the chat says so TMNT is holding idw on its back is what <laughs> you're saying pretty much don't be shocked if we're gonna get a bunch of new turtles books now off the back of this
1: <laughs> everything is turtles now
0: Everything is turtles now. Tell, tell you what, a, a, every one of the four turtles gets a solo series now, and a Splinter book, and a Shredder book,
1: <laughs> and a Bebo House... and Rocksteady book, and yep. uh, a Casey Jones series, and yep. a uh, an April O'Neill investigative uh... journalism series. And ooh, that sounds fun. That ooh, pretty uh, cool. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: Venus Demilo, the female turtle you all hated from uh, the next mutation, we're bringing her back, and she's also getting a series. <laughs> because at igw the turtles pay the bills (laughs) somewhere eastman and laird like dude we couldn't even hold up our whole career just with turtles (laughs) good 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 luck with you guys though (laughs) i apparently hear those turtle books are great by the way
2: Mm -hmm.
0: apparently if you like turtles they're some of the best they've done
1: Mm. uh dc did do uh resident evil comic uh not a decade ago but like in the 90s jim lee drew the covers for it oh shit was it any good uh i haven't read them in decades so i can't really remember i think they were just like adaptations of the games right right that makes sense
0: now uh, our final piece of industry news here is the bit that everyone has been losing their mind about feels like everyone on social media had a take about this one and that is of course the ditgo family estate uh, estate is set to sue marvel and disney over uh rights to spider-man and doctor strange yeah yeah everyone everyone kind of acted like the you know sky was falling on this one i didn't because i'm old enough to have seen this stuff time and time again it's like what's gonna happen here is what always happens in this situation disney's gonna pay them a bunch of money to go away and then sign a contract that you know agrees to a slightly better you know uh profit share
1: and and not only that like say if say if they were to actually win they get the rights back nothing would change Mar- the only thing that will change is who these companies license the characters yeah. from
0: it's not nearly as big a deal as everyone is making it out yeah to everyone
1: is saying oh it's the end of marvel studios no. and uh yeah it's no,
0: sh- no. Sh- showing that your average twitter person knows very little about freaking you know intellectual property rights and licensing rights and everything yeah. else yeah yeah yeah, they know. They know about as much about that as they know about vaccine mandates. Oh, topical humor! <laughs> ha ha ha! I am a funny man. I can write for the Daily Show. Ha ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that's all it is. This happens all the time. And again, it's it's the estate. Uh, apparently, it's Ditko's brother, who no one's ever heard of, is the yeah, one leading the charge th- that's on this what, th-
1: That's the thing. Where it's like I see so many people s- saying it's like oh, so many people are like defending Disney and all that. It's like I I'm not when I say this, but it's it's always turns out to be like the the no-name brother who had Mm. nothing to do with any of his family coming back years later and wanting to cash in on their like relatives uh fortune and fame work yeah
0: yeah and again this and this is like another thing when it comes to the social media discourse where everyone ends up missing the forest for the trees yeah ditko totally should have been paid more for what he did he he totally got fucked over as every comic creator is still getting fucked over today how about instead of you know getting all up in arms about this thing that's going to end the same way it always ends, how about you worry about protecting the new crop of comic writers for today and making yeah. sure that they get paid and get protection and don't, you know, end up destitute at the end of their careers? There's a reason so many of your favorite writers are leaving for Substack
2: mm-hmm. because
0: they're getting paid a lot of money right out of the gate and are promised more protection and more, you know, control over what they create in the future.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: yeah that's that that's my thing where it's like again you're all missing the forest for the trees on this one uh jace jensen again helping us out the mouse will throw all the money around so they can keep the toys in the toy box yeah pretty much
1: yeah pretty much yeah
0: pretty much again this story was big for a minute it's how it's going to end the way it always ends
1: yeah they they they, it always tend these always end up happening every now and then and it's always Mm -hmm. like uh ends up the same which is they pay them they pay them they could still get to use the creations and again even if it was like even if it worked the other way and they somehow won the, the Ditko family somehow won they would still be able to use the characters they would just be paying someone yep. different for the licenses it's
0: it's not nearly a bigger story as the internet made it out to be no that's that's all it is yeah that's all it is but if nothing else you know take away that yeah creators in the comic industry do get fucked over it's why you know you should try and support their other works as best you can
1: yeah their independent stuff where they actually own all the characters
0: where they actually own all their stuff now so that's the thing so there you go uh i guess with that we can hop over into what we read this week yeah uh, which i had a smaller week this week and i was thankful for it for once I,
1: i had a little bit of a smaller week i still had some carryover from last week
0: yeah, there There was a couple new books that came out this week where I'm just kind of like, nah, I'm going to keep my <laughs> list nice and small on this one. There was a couple new ones that I could, you know, roll the dice on. Ironically, one of them was The Death of Doctor Strange, and I'm like, huh, is that why they're killing him off so soon before there's like a new movie or something? So they like don't have to write about him while they're like, you know, in a legal battle?
1: yeah oh well, no this one was coming up this one was in the cook for a little bit i think
0: it was it yeah. was it's just kind of funny how that lines up yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah so where do we want to start this week with new books
1: uh what do we even have this week um uh fear state oh yeah fear state part two that reiterated what part one did yeah. again uh
0: part three technically
1: <laughs> yeah yeah technically <laughs>
0: technically part three yeah wow fear state the event that refuses to get started uh, <laughs> just k-
1: get on with it get it, we we know what we know what's happening all the characters know what's happening you don't need to go looking through into batman's brain to figure out what's happening we know what's happening it's,
0: it's literally characters sit around and say the same thing it's uh, actually kind of amazing
1: it is yeah it's uh i don't know did, what the fuck's did, going on here did did
0: you know the fear state is jonathan crane's plan to evolve humanity by pushing them to the absolute limit no i didn't know that well let me tell you again
1: yeah he taught he learned about it when he was you know studying in in university it's like yes in grad school yeah we we we, we learned all this stuff two issues ago
0: yeah I, Ghostmaker, have a dark secret to reveal. I met Jonathan Crane in grad school and he told me the story of the fear state. Oh, does does that change anything? Not at all.
1: Why didn't you tell us this earlier?
0: Because it literally meant nothing and still means nothing
1: now. (laughs)
0: Also, too, you know, I am reminded what Tynan said in an interview. He's like, why did I create so many new characters for my run? Because I was sick of all the mandates I kept getting. So literally, the first half of this story is Batman reiterating what's going on. He he puts on his VR headset and then literally Ghostmaker takes over for the whole middle part of the story. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, this is, this is where we're at now. You You and I theorized on Twitter when we talked about this that this – was a probably never meant to be an event and B probably much shorter
1: it feels like it was probably meant to be like maybe a three or four part arc that was just that was just like scarecrow versus batman and then yeah. they're like no we will go make this an event and it's like well it's kind of basically just heading into like joker war again it is uh, but with no joker and just scarecrow and yep. yeah that that's where we're at
0: i i wonder whose idea this was is was this Tynan being like well leaving for substack but i still got to get to issue 75 let's stretch this story out as far as i can or was this dc editorial being like oh you're leaving huh well we want to get one last batman event out of you before we go so (laughs) fear state is an event now
1: yeah it feels like a bit like both like somewhere in between there
0: so yeah that's basically all that happens they go inside batman's mind they fix him of whatever crane did to him like oh so that only lasted one issue nice to know that that's not going to continue to be a thing moving forward Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: which i was kind of disappointed because i i thought that they were going to do the idea we came up with and that is that oh to purge this from batman's mind he has to go into like the dream machine or whatever
1: he was like teed up for that
0: sure was maybe that was supposed to be the plan but then they took it away from it's like no you can't actually they they chickened
1: out because it was going to be basically a reset of batman where he basically forgets everything and it's it's basically a new character
0: which is funny because they're going to be restarting batman anyway at the end of this and they're like no we restart batman the way we want to start restart him yeah (laughs) you don't get to restart him on the way out (laughs) Also, uh, whatever they did to Batman, which is still vague and unexplained, they did to Peacekeeper 1, too, so they need to get to him before he becomes the focal point of the fears.
1: Yeah, and, and he's confronted by Peacekeeper X. Yeah. And they're, they're gonna fight probably in that secret files peacekeeper one book that comes out next week i think
0: oh is that a thing? i know miracle molly got a peacekeeper one or got a special one-off issue too and i'm like look miracle molly's fine but i don't care enough about her or this story to read a special one shot yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah so that's that book everyone <laughs> the fact that i talked this long about it is amazing how long was my video for this yeah six minutes and i was pushing it yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. What what else did you have this week, Matt that you want to talk about?
1: Uh, what did I have? Um i i i reviewed that uh that new aquaman book the becoming you oh watch.
0: yes 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 by brandon thomas uh how was it this is another one that i almost picked up because i like calder and i like thomas but i'm like no i can't pick up anything new until i finish what's already on my plate
1: yeah it's uh it's an interesting beginning to to this arc uh, obviously given the name it's it seems seeks to imply that maybe we're going to get like a a mantle change sort mm. of thing uh, between uh arthur and jackson um and yeah the, this issue just sort of sets that up where arthur leaves for mars to go on a team up with frankenstein oh, cool. uh, so he leaves like uh everything in the hands of jackson just to sort of deal with for a little bit while he's he's off earth uh jackson thinks hey, it's it's all cool you know it's you know i'm, I'm aquilad i'm i've got all this and he ends up thwarting a bank heist from like a a, a stupid villain called the human flying fish uh <laughs> who, who yeah he's just as stupid as he sounds um and just does like usual titans business and stuff but then he's he, right. he's confronted by a villain who uh puts forth a claim that like he's he's uh kind of like live living a life of privilege uh he's always getting what he wants and you he has everything he wants and everything and he's ne- he doesn't know real hardship mm. a- and this villain seeks to want to like test him and and the, the the book ends with uh the villain blowing up part of atlantis and framing jackson oh, cool. for it oh that's not good no 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 it's not now
0: Now, we're getting this book, and we're getting a Black Manta miniseries, too, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people are thinking that there's got to be some crossover between these two, because why would you do both of those at the same time?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that sounds fun. That sounds like something that'll probably read good in trade when it's all said and done.
1: Yeah, well, it's only six issues.
0: Yeah, there you go good good for calder good for jackson glad he got there it's funny i keep calling him calder because it's like well yeah i first saw him in uh what young is it justice. young justice before yeah. i ever read brightest day <laughs> <laughs> so that's just, like, just so i fucking know him. In fact, i don't think they've ever called him jackson in the show i think they always just call him calder
1: yeah i'm pretty sure they do
0: yeah huh uh what else did i have this week Ooh, i had moon knight number three.
1: Ooh, what's happening
0: in moon knight Oh, we're, we're mooning up this. This story is actually moving shockingly quick because you know, in issue one, we were introduced to the Fist of Konshu, who yep. you know is Moon Knight's like opposite. Yep. Uh, that guy just starts like beating up all of moon knight's new friends that he's made in the first <laughs> two issues the vampires and everyone he's been trying to help and oh, he hi. threw crescent moon shit at them so his vampire secretary is like what the fuck man why did you save us if you were just gonna throw moon shit at us <laughs> and he's like whoa 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 that's not me wait wait you mean there's another guy dressed up like moon knight running around causing trouble well shit i better go out there then and solve this <laughs> And uh, uh, his code name is the Hunter's Moon. And, oh, his costume is cool because it's got more gold than black. And Ooh. also instead of a crescent moon, it's a full moon because a full moon yeah. is a Hunter's Moon. Yeah. And uh, what's great about the fight is that uh, Mark Spector's like, dude, I-, I know you're Dr. Badir. You, like, introduced yourself to me in issue one and literally said, yo, I'm a bad guy. and going to make trouble
2: for <laughs> yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Like, like, why are we doing – I know it's you, but wait he didn't do the old people plot from issue two, which means that there's actually someone else here setting all the Moon Knights against each other. Okay. And uh, uh, apparently, as we find out from Hunter's Moon, Moon Knight is like like an anime character, only ever been using a fraction of his power.
1: (laughs) Only (laughs) 0.5%.
0: Apparently, when you become a Moon Knight, you're supposed to be like endowed with all the knowledge and experiences of the Moon Knights who have come before you, like Mm -hmm. Black Panther. Yep. But because Mark Spector's head is so fucked up and fractured due to mental illness and everything, he never got that. Okay. So literally, he's not as strong as he should be. And Hunter's Moon's like, well, I'm going to kill your friends then and you know, show you that kanshu was right and I'll get you back on the path so moon knight just picks up a baseball bat and beats the shit out of
1: him (laughs) that sounds like something moon knight would do
0: (laughs) it's amazing and he's like yeah dude uh you know you you may have all these great experiences walking around in your head but you're still just a doctor you're like a dancer wearing stolen shoes I've lived this life and, you know, bled and fought for it every step of the way. I'm still better than you, even without all the other Khonshu bullshit. <laughs>
1: awesome.
0: Yeah, I love that where it's like, oh, I'm the hunter's moon. I'm the big scary new guy baseball bat. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So that's pretty fun, and he's like, I could kill you, and the old Moon Knight probably would have killed you and ate your face, but like, I'm trying to be better now, and I'm trying to like lead by example for the vampires and all the other weirdos I'm taking care of.
1: <laughs> that's cool.
0: It is. He's coming full circle. I'm like, oh, see, he was a darker, grittier hero who's learning to be a nicer hero.
1: Yeah, oh, that's cool.
0: It's good. It's good. Moon Knight continues to be a lot of fun. Not doing great numbers on the channel. I know issue one did great and they're doing slightly less every time.
1: <laughs> It'll pick up once the show gets sort Probably. of like more traction.
0: That feels like Moon Knight in a nutshell where everyone's like, yeah, Moon Knight, new book, so excited. Issue two, issue three. Eh, you know, I've had enough Moon Knight. <laughs> but I'm happy it exists. <laughs> uh what else did you have matt
1: uh i had nightwing issue 84
0: yeah i did i had this one as well and boy is this issue a master class in how an event can fuck up the momentum of a story you're telling uh, isn't
1: it? oh yeah I, I, I like i do like that tom taylor actually mentions that in the book where it's like sure I, I, I really shouldn't be abandoning this this amazing story where we're doing in bloodhaven mm. but you know i kind of got to because the dick grayson's a son of gotham and he needs to needs to help his family i
0: did like that where it's like you know i'm a son of two places bloodhaven is my home but gotham is my home too
1: yeah and uh he he's he's drawn to gotham after getting a message from oracle who he thinks is Oracle mm. uh, to meet him in crime alley. And he goes there and he learns that it's a trap set by the magistrate mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. to try and capture him. And Batman ends up finding him and teaming up with him and stopping the magistrate. And yeah, they, they end up uh, sort of t- filling Dick in on what's going on there. Cause he has so no once idea. Once again, we need to tell you what fear state's about. <laughs> once again, we were for, for a fourth issue in a row. <laughs> we're told what fear Goddamn. state is. And yep, um, sure is he, he's uh he's sent off to to uh be with barbara because they've been mm-hmm. together for the nightwing book uh to yep. sort of find out who this this fake oracle is and uh to do so uh barbara has to suit up as batgirl again just because she yep. can't do anything with her computers there she's locked out of her system so she's got to suit up and go out and look for the actual source
0: which a certain type of fan on twitter got very upset yeah. about tom taylor about for some reason i oh, do not just understand just stupid
1: outrage shit just getting upset with anything
0: they, they, they were mad about something else and decided to just blame taylor yeah, for they that were calling
1: moment. him an ableist and all this bullshit yeah. you know it's like it makes it makes perfect crap. sense it, yeah it's, so, it's explained so, in the issue read the book yeah
0: <laughs> yeah someone corrupt and took over the oracle program something that barbara has spent her whole life creating and perfecting and now she's ready to get back out in the streets and kick that thing's ass and take her
1: thing back. Yeah, she can't do anything from behind a computer that is locked. <laughs> yeah.
0: And also, I mean, like, she does it knowing full well that her spine isn't 100%, and every <laughs> time she goes back into the field, she could risk, you know, hurting herself.
1: Yeah, but she's doing it because of family.
0: Yeah, because, you know, it's a family matter. It's about saving the city. It's about all this other stuff. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Makes sense to me, but you know, that's what I am in. Oh, she's got a new costume too.
1: Yeah, it's it's not it, it's kind of new, but yeah, it's just slightly re- it's, redesigned. It's
0: an updating of the Burnside suit with a little bit more of her classic suit with the wide eyes. It looks good. Yeah, it does. It looks good, and they're probably going to keep more of that going on in the Batgirl's book. I actually like. I think I think it was in Joker we actually saw that she had the suit in a case. Yeah so they've been building up to it for a while.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, that was Nightwing. It's all right. Uh, again, I'm surprised of like cuz Fear State is so thin already. I'm like, well, "What the fuck are they going to start handing out for the tie-ins?" It's like, "Okay, you deal with Fake Oracle." I'm like, "Well, Fake Oracle seemed to be like one of the only big things that was going on in the main book."
1: Yeah, you've got like that and like I guess like the Harley Quinn book is dealing with like the Ivy stuff. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, again and again like stuff that isn't really connected to 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 fear state. It was just stuff that like james tynan had like along se- the way. seeds planted like uh, since his run begun you know
0: <laughs> and it makes me think like was all of this supposed to be handled in the main book is that why this is so thin where it's like no you got to cut up your story for tie-ins
1: it it feels like it it you, gotta... you, you know what it was you know what it was it was meant to be you know the four issues and like that ivy story and this oracle story were meant to be the backups in those mm. issues
0: maybe also what the fuck is detective comics going to do now because i think detective comics is a tie-in too
1: yeah i i'm just thinking that as well because like they go back to bruce's house in this in this week's issue of batman and i'm it's like, like that, hey was that, that destroyed yeah that like penguin blew that up
0: burnt that down Uh oh someone wasn't paying attention <laughs> uh, i do like though that even though tynan is gone they are also still setting up task force z which he co-wrote yeah <laughs> They're like, oh, you know, some people—they're so, you know, gacked up on scarecrows juice. They're seeing, you know, uh, zombies rising from the grave around side Arkham, and I'm like, oh no, that's a reference to another story. <laughs> jace jensen uh the nightwing issue was just dick and bruce breaking into people's houses dick just yelling <laughs> he'll pay for the damages because he's rich da-. that was yeah. pretty funny i'm not gonna lie that was pretty good uh, and, yeah
1: and and you know he will pay for it as well
0: yeah i'll pay for this i'll pay for this i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry but you never see batman and nightwing do where it's like no. we stick to the rooftops well we could break into people's houses if we want it yeah <laughs> but yeah so again fear state deeply underwhelming
2: yeah
1: it's it's not very good not as well, not what i thought it was going to be especially after all like the really great build up with a day and Indeed. all that stuff yeah what's up with that they built it up so well yeah
0: and then like the actual story is just like so lame and derivative once we get there it's like it's just joker war again with a different coat of pain
1: yeah yeah and i'd be fine with that if they made if they if they use that in the story where it's like yeah no these things just keep happening Mm -hmm. they're the same thing over and over again just with a different coat of paint but it's not being like that sort of i guess meta with it it's taking it too seriously yeah
0: also scarecrow's barely in the book which is a shame because i thought this would be his big moment to like reinvent himself as a major batman villain but he's barely in the goddamn thing which is It
1: it is kind of funny because like he's his whole deal is he wants all the all the uh credit for it and he's barely in the book
0: (laughs) he's barely he's playing second fiddle to the goddamn magistrate yeah which by their very definition are a faceless nameless amorphous military organization
2: yeah (laughs)
0: The point is, is that you're not supposed to know anything about them because, again, because we're talking about policing in America. That that also dried up, too. It's like, hey, wasn't there, like, some pointed social commentary going on here? Oh, that's gone now. Yeah, yeah. That's shame. Yeah, it's all, all hopped up on the scarecrow juice. <laughs> He's gacked hard on whoop chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah what uh what else did you have matt i only had a couple more
1: uh i had uh the continuation of jeremy adams flash book in flash oh, 774
0: yeah. i heard this was a very heartwarming issue this week
1: yeah just like his his whole run his whole mandate for this run i have to imagine it was basically be just make make wally a character again uh you I know like it. kind of make up for like how they treated him in the last decade or so <laughs> and uh yeah they're, they're, this run is about uh him teaming up with his daughter ira uh when they go to sort of a father-daughter dance held at terrific Tech, which is where uh wally is working now oh um, nice does
0: you know, that mean mr terrific is a supporting character uh
1: yeah kind of yeah he's his he's boss basically uh cool. he, he's got he's got wally work, working on like multiversal uh energy stuff stuff that he's familiar with and all that um but yeah they they, they intend to go on to like this uh father-daughter dance and everything uh but a villain named dr nightmare decides to put a hamper mm-hmm. on that when he uses his tech that can literally like steal people's dreams and corrupt them and he, he ends up turning them into like monsters that like help him. He, he wants to break into terrific tech where he used to work where they fired him after his uh, mm. pretty extremist views. Uh, he wants to break in there and break into their main vault, which is where they keep all their like dangerous kind of illegal technology that they don't want getting out
0: right
1: right and uh yeah it's uh, ira and and wally are the only ones who are not uh affected by the sleep gas he pumps in through the city because uh-huh, of their powers yep. yeah it, all all it does is make them very tired so they can't actually use their powers it doesn't put them to sleep uh,
0: the chat saying i'm surprised that uh dr nightmare as a name was available yeah yeah <laughs> seems like a pretty obvious villain yeah, name i know, that right? existed before sounds yeah. like some golden age shit there yeah
1: yeah um and yeah they, they end up fighting the villain not with their powers but with their dreams because ira gets the like the, oh. the the device and conjures up her dreams of like donut pandas and <laughs> voltron lions and all that stuff to like fight the <laughs> villains uh the power of a child's imagination yeah, bitch <laughs> pretty much pretty much uh, and they, they end up fight, fighting the villain and um that was like uh iris sort of like superhero training because i had her dad promised Uh, that uh they they would learn how to how to be heroes and everything and i imagine jai is going to get a uh, an issue uh in the in uh the future as well but yeah it was just it was just really cool and there's like there's like at the end throughout all his run every issue has had a page devoted to this I don't know what it we don't know what it is yet but there's this been this like spear weapon that's been traveling through the multiverse and like oh. the lanterns have been trying to stop it and like all these people have been trying to stop it and uh we don't know what it is and it finally crash lands in central city at the end of this issue and someone's gonna wield it we don't know what it is yet but i it, imagine that's what the next issue is going to deal with is it the spear of destiny no, no, it's not well, we had that story already. Uh we, I was going to say yeah, it, is it's this like more future no, state shit. No. It doesn't it doesn't look like the spear of destiny. I don't it's like it's like a long like spear and yeah, I don't know what it is. Did, I, did, it could be related to future state, I don't know. Did,
0: did Savitar have a spear or is that like his lightning bolt knife I'm thinking of? He had like a weird weapon.
1: Yeah, I don't think he, he was in he was in the book recently and he didn't have a spear. I was going to say yeah. Yeah
0: okay because i'm thinking at one point he had a spear but no it wasn't a spear it was like his weird ass lightning bolt knife he was killing speedsters with yeah yeah and it's like a story from like 20 goddamn years ago yeah. <laughs> i don't even know if people remember that
1: yeah no i remember that and they i remember they tried to do it in the flash tv show with they did yeah cicada or whatever that villain's name was
0: yes that's right yeah
1: because that's what that was from
0: yeah 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 wow cicada man remember when flash was actually pretty cool when they fought like a fucking serial killer for a season <laughs> that was pretty fun it went goddamn nuts at the end when they're like well what about time travel and future shows like hey eh, you went nuts at the end <laughs> yeah so uh, what else did i have this week Ooh, uh i had uh x-men number three.
1: Ooh, i had that one as well
0: the coming of the high evolutionary
1: yeah they they, the uh the mutants end up fighting the high evolutionary and his daughter luminous
0: yes who is a freaking holdover from the remender uncanny avengers run which oh my god i have not thought about that in forever but duggan clearly did his homework because rogue's like oh i fucking hate that bitch you know they tortured tortured me me. (laughs) yeah and i'm like oh yeah that was that i'm amazed that story still exists in the back of my brain yeah yeah (laughs) and she has all the powers of scarlet witch and quicksilver and i'm like oh yeah that's right yep (laughs) i'm shocked that neither of those characters showed up in that story because we're actually dealing with that stuff in the trial of magneto not over here in this story (laughs) also i'm pretty sure uh what is it high evolutionary repeats himself when he tries to like set off a sterilization bomb
1: yeah yeah well he first offers it as a gift "Eh, this could this could help with like those climate change things but if you're bad the, the coronavirus will be released and <laughs> will sterilize all the men. <laughs> I,
0: I, I do love what a pompous piece of shit he is, high evolutionary, where it's like, oh, X-Men, you've done such a great job. You claimed a whole planet. You defeated death and everything via cloning. It's totally something I would do. Yeah, yeah. And, hey, you know, here's my sterilization bomb. You know, you want to help humanity, this will totally help them. If we stop any new humans from being born, that'll slow down pollution. They might not even burn to death in a couple thousand years. <laughs> not even thousand, like, going well, like 50 years. They won't all burn to death. <laughs> and it's like, well, that's pretty nice of you, high evolution. No, I know it's not. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, they have a big, big fight there. Sync shows how cool he is now because he can copy all sorts of powers, not just mutant powers.
1: Yeah, and he does so in front of High Evolutionary. So High Evolutionary is like, I want that guy's jizz.
0: Yeah, gimme, give gimme, give me, <laughs> give gimme, give gimme all <laughs> the sync jizz. Also, thank you, Chem Doug. Evolutionary War. Yes, that was the story where he also yeah. tried to use a sterilization bomb. Yep. <laughs> it's great too because high evolution like oh i used to think rogue was the best in her ability to copy powers by touch but sync you're better now eh, by a little bit
1: yeah he can do multiple at once
0: yes exactly and he doesn't have to touch him he just has to be in their general vicinity
1: yeah which is what he does with luminous but then luminous finds out that her dad can like just turn off her powers whenever he wants
0: <laughs> got an off switch so so the fight ends essentially because of family dysfunction <laughs> <laughs> oh shit i guess we better go home and have an argument about this <laughs> and uh i'm like yeah this is fine uh oh b black helping us out uh do you think sink uh giving his blood will bite him in the ass oh 100 yeah, percent without they, a doubt they, they make a
1: reference to that in the issue where it's like sings like oh, i'm sorry i gave up my blood hope it doesn't come back and scott's like eh, it's okay it definitely will come back to bite us in the ass but it's okay <laughs>
0: that's that's a problem for the future x-men we're the current x-men <laughs> i i love how laissez fair they are about that shit it's like oh yeah. no no it was definitely gonna happen one way or another so you know just don't even get mad about it <laughs> yeah
1: it, it's fine
0: it's fine <laughs> it's fine I? and also too because like the fight wasn't really the important thing the important thing was gene basically having a psychic conversation with high evolutionary so he could drop the dime on Cordyceps jones and game world and everyone who keeps sending evil space aliens to attack
1: every week yeah and it's with that they decide oh we're gonna break the team into two one's gonna sort of stay here on earth and sort of protect Mm. them and the other team is gonna head over into game world and punch a fungus man in the face
0: yeah sounds about right they also imply that game world might actually be an evolution of mojo
1: World. yeah a little bit yeah
0: or like a a version
1: of of it or something
0: yeah, that's a hell of a thing to just throw in there and they're like hey don't worry you know we did the high evolutionary but we also got this story with Faye long going on because he's trying to join orchis but he just doesn't want to join he wants to be in the inner circle and he's got a whole fleet of rockets to try and make it happen
1: yeah he, he wants to he wants to be the ceo basically and uh, yeah he wants to elon musk it to mars and <laughs> elon musk it up <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: gotta musk it up in here mm, yeah oh yeah get that <laughs> musk right and then yeah.
1: not only that we've got that story with dr stasis and uh ben muric yeah. and him dropping a dime on the mutants resurrection and kind of making like it that like public that the mutants are cheating death every time that, like one of them dies he's got like that folder on like the orchard's yep. forge attack when uh cyclops died <laughs>
0: I like that a lot because that's like a trigger they had to pull for a long time mm-hmm. now, and I'm shocked it took them this long to do it. And it also makes the X Men book feel important in a way it kind of hasn't been in these first three issues, where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, they've fought aliens three issues in a row. I mean, that's cool, but it's like not nearly as high minded or stimulating as like the last writer was. Well, I
1: don't think it was meant to be. I think uh, like no. a-, a mandate was meant to make it a bit more superheroic, which is what yes, just what exactly what they are.
0: it's like look you know X-Men is a buffet now everyone can get the tastes and flavors that they want but the main X-Men book should be appealing to the most amount of people Mm -hmm. so don't make it as 100% Krakoa focused yeah is what it seems to be Uh, I do love that Yurik is involved Yurik has always been one of my favorite like you know non-powered side Marvel characters and I think it's great that he wasn't he didn't trust Krakoa at first then they won him over and now like his loyalty is going to be tested because as a journalist he has to tell the truth even though he knows that this is going to like be really bad for them and for the world probably
1: oh yeah oh i imagine now that like if the world knows that they have the power to like bring people back from the dead the world are going to be like what the fuck why and why uh, didn't you like give us this technology and only give us like a super drug Uh, uh, like why 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 are you holding out on us yeah (laughs)
0: Callie Frederick helping us out. You think we may get a Nova Peter Gamora relationship? Uh, in what book? Probably not in X Men. In Guardians,
1: maybe. Uh, yeah, well, Guardians is finished up now. Uh, yeah, yeah, coming to an end.
0: Yeah. Which it's definitely fucking coming back, is what it
1: is. Oh it's uh, just, uh, they're yeah. They're taking it, a break it, now. They're taking a break until the movie comes back. <laughs>
0: Which is how things work now. And Jace Jensen, who's again been a real MVP this episode. The X Men are just mutant power rangers with monsters of the week and I'm enjoying it's one hundred percent power rangers. It's evil space alien. They had they had in that second grow.
1: issue they make the they made their own Megazord.
0: They did, didn't they? Yeah,
1: this issue they fought like what Tesla elephants. And, oh yeah, I love and Tesla And by
0: Sun. Yeah, yeah which that's great too it's like look we're
1: we're taking high Evolutionary
0: just you know seriously enough we know he's got a lot of ridiculous henchmen (laughs) and you're gonna get to see all the ridiculous henchmen but yeah that that was x-men you know it's definitely filling a void that the x-men books have had for a bit
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: it's the superhero book it's the more you know like uh acceptable consumption book for everyone else but they're definitely promising more interesting things
1: yeah yeah i'm i'm looking forward to seeing like all this stuff like the ben uric story like once that becomes like sort of the main story in the book mm. this is just yeah. been back up for now um yeah but yeah i'm looking forward to getting into more of that just because it leads back into like all like that that kind of like shady shit that croco has been doing that stuff's really interesting
0: yeah, how, how can we trust you when we know you're basically a mortal, you know, what does anything matter for you anymore? Yeah. And in fact, uh, we'll cover that when we talk about Onslaught Revelation, because that's another uh, X-Men book from this week that ta- uh, tackles that. I haven't
1: read that one yet. I keep meaning to get to it i
0: just finished it uh but don't worry because the next one we'll talk about is batman the detective the penultimate issue
1: yeah where we finally finally learn about uh goddamn equilibrium something that should have happened probably two issues ago
0: and it's literally everything we predicted like to a staggering degree
1: yeah it's she's mirror mirror copy of batman dark a dark copy the the only real like kind of uh i guess creative thing in it is that like Batman is now being used as sort of the 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 gunman in the alley yes. sort of role that that's really the only difference
0: Yes, we discover you know she was trained by Ducard which obviously we knew that because he yeah. said, oh you're you're the second greatest person I've ever trained. Let me guess equilibrium is the first one yeah yeah it is Oh I loved her like a daughter you know but unlike you Bruce, she wasn't afraid to kill
1: yeah she, she gave up the life because she found a family and that family was killed because of Batman's unwilling like unknowing intervention and in hmm. saving this one guy. And,
0: you know, and again, like I, I feel like Taylor thought he was being clever there because it's like, oh, yeah, Batman, that night in London before the bombing, he saves uh, a weapon smuggler and an accountant who was doing nothing. But, oh, it was actually the accountant that drove drunk and ended up killing that family. And I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, like crime and death is random and everything. I guess it couldn't have been like a gun from the gun runner because if so, that's like way too on the nose yeah. for Batman even though i think that's much more interesting like that would kick batman in the balls that much harder like oh no my family was killed by gun violence oh no why did i let that gun guy live fuck
1: yeah 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 i i kind of thought it was gonna do be like that but yeah It, it was kind of yeah just a bit random where it's like well batman's really not to blame in any of this like there's no way he could fucking know that that would happen you know
0: yeah and and like again it's like you can only take it so far where it's like yeah but you know equilibrium is crazy and she's always been in control and she needed someone to blame and she blamed batman i'm like okay that works for her how did she get like an army of 100 people to follow her and dress up did she tell them all that story
1: yeah again like if this was told like two issues ago you could probably explore that but in this final issue i don't think we're going to get any of that just because it's built it's building up to this whole like oh he's gonna they he found out that like she found out that that batman saved uh london from that Mm. that nuke so she's gonna go try and nuke all of london because batman technically saved the entire city you know
0: yeah that seems a little and also like
1: like uh, that also kind of brings up other questions where it's like okay so like she's going after like people batman have saved Mm-hmm. batman's been involved in many events over the years so like, it's true why so aren't like, you blowing up the whole world yeah well yeah why aren't you trying to blow up the whole world the whole universe the whole multiverse you know you're and again, thinking very small
0: very and again i get it she's a villain she's supposed to be crazy she's supposed to be unreasonable and blaming people for the randomness of the universe and everything but it just it just feels trite and cliche like we've mm-hmm. seen this story but the most annoying part for me is like this is called batman the detective so i assumed we were gonna get a really good detective, detective mystery stuff. yeah but this is like the most predictable well, story
1: ever remember remember this book is did get a rename it was it was meant to be dark knight or something batman the dark knight or something but it it got renamed because there was like a a digital book of the same name or something i can't remember yeah but yeah just called
0: it batman equilibrium
1: (laughs) yeah 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 nothing to do with detective or anything whereas yeah you think the book is called the detective okay batman's going to be a detective for once you know
0: that's that's another thing that bothers me, too. Is, like, is her name Equilibrium, or is the organization called Equilibrium? Or are they both called Equilibrium?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah
0: this this is just a perfect example of like oh i i guess even someone like tom taylor can't bat 100 or i can't bat a thousand well, every week
1: well it kind of feels like maybe maybe this was something he had to do to get like that dark knights of steel book or maybe like was well, something one other project off was like hey you can do this but you gotta do a batman book first and he's like yeah hey, whatever give
0: us one regular batman yeah or maybe this is just like an idea that needed like another couple months to you know like really uh we
1: really baked, yeah
0: it feels it feels half baked is what it feel, feels it like. feels
1: like it should have been uh was it, it's going to be six issues? you should have been 12
0: or something like this see i don't even know if making this longer would have made this more interesting if this is where well, we you were could have at least like fleshed
1: it. out the characters a little bit more and maybe like, maybe batman could have actually done some detective work because it's like it it teased him teased him up for like all that sort of stuff because you get like the alliance the european alliance of the Bat. And which like, oh, end
0: up doing nothing yeah
1: all this like really interesting stuff that like i think if you had a couple more issues you could explore a little bit more and open up a little bit more but it's not uh, really anything
0: yeah i also really thought knight and squire were going to be way more involved in this yeah. i thought they were going to have some hooks in this story turned out no they didn't turns out they are literally just tag alongs
1: yeah yeah well, yeah, well uh, squire more so than knight knight's like Buried. barely in it like she's just in hospital
0: which which i was scared there for a second like oh no is knight gonna be the bad guy is that gonna be the twist because it's like you know you had a female character here so she would be the female villain i guess she just ended up kind of being a red herring in that regard
1: yeah yeah and or, especially or was or is, like ducard gonna be behind it all or something or, or...
0: something yeah yeah which
1: to they
0: brought ducard back they've killed him they brought him back in dreams <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a weird character with such a weird history. They'll yeah. trot him out every so often. <laughs> mm. But yeah, not not a fan of this one. Here's hoping, you know, maybe the next issue can stick the landing, maybe add an interesting new wrinkle, but I really don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wah-wah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, was that everything I had this week? No, uh, the last one I had was uh, X-Men uh, Onslaught Revelations, and I'll be quick with this because you haven't read it.
1: Yeah, tell me what happens in that
0: uh this is the finale to way of x
1: yeah yeah I, th- I, th- I I, thought that yeah because uh, like i think people just assumed that like way of x got renamed to this
0: yeah i don't know why they did the name change was way of x not selling well but they wanted to get this last issue i don't know why the change had to happen because it's just the finale yeah okay it's literally it's literally all it is it's you know onslaught he's gotten into the minds of the people on the island he's forcing them to have a big sinful party and then they're all gonna kill each other and once they do he can finally live again in the material realm Mm
1: -hmm.
0: he's also gotten to xavier's head and he's making him delete all the cerebro backups
1: oh no (laughs) yeah
0: meaning that when they die they actually stay dead Which I'm like, holy shit, that's actually pretty scary. Uh, and the only people who are immune to it is Nightcrawler and Legion and basically basically his weird team of characters that he's been collecting all series long.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And uh, they're able to get away from Onslaught because they're at the altar, a weird astral plane of projection that Legion has created in his own mind that they can literally teleport to. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, this it, it it becomes their church essentially. This is our house of worship now. We're just gonna walk into Legion's mind <laughs> because it's a place where where all minds are one, and where Nightcrawler basically finally gets Fabian Cortez and Lost, you know, forgive each other essentially. Yeah, which I still think that's kind of fucked up that Lost needed to forgive Fabian because it's like Lost did nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> But again, you know, it's like, oh, you know, take a walk in someone else's shoes. You know, Fabian gives this whole speech about, you know, like why, why he hates himself and why he's a bastard and everything. Like, you know, I'm, I'm so lame and so uncreative. My mutant name is Fabian Cortez. I didn't even pick a cool name (laughs)
2: because
0: I can only make people more powerful. So, you know, I only live in the shadows of people, you know, even someone like Magneto, despite the fact that I never believed what he was selling. I just wanted to be cool, basically. (laughs) is all it breaks down to, and loss is like, okay, so, you know, I I, I don't want to kill you anymore, and I'll never forgive you, but I at least understand you. And Nightcrawler's like, yep, good enough. <laughs> that That apparently did the trick, and that summons the Spark, which is now the basis for the mutant religion, and we get, like, a whole little appendix page talking about, like, what the Spark is and what it means.
1: Okay, okay.
0: It it makes more sense to read it though. I think this issue had a real problem with telling not showing.
1: Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it.
0: Yeah, uh, be black. I thought onslaught liberation was a great. Some answer Nightcrawler was searching for to deal with immortality, self sacrifice, and a way of life instead of religion. That's definitely true. The book has that. I'm not trying to be too hard on it. It does ultimately stick the landing in ways that count.
1: Is is this gonna? Is this just like a one shot, or is it gonna continue as? onslaught revelations i don't know i really don't yeah because i only i only remember seeing this and this is uh, like when this was announced everyone just assumed oh this is just like the final part of way of x and then that's it it's not going to be anything else
0: it's done yeah i mean they definitely promised that they could keep doing it because like the big thing is like oh Onslaught only got onto the island because Orchus, you know, planted a piece of him inside mm-hmm. uh, Lost. You know, he's been yeah. living off her hate and anger, and now that she's given, you know, up on her hate and anger, they can finally, you know, defeat him with the power of love and friends we made along the way.
2: <laughs>
0: okay, uh, B. Black saying it's just a one-shot. Yeah, that makes yeah. more sense. So, yeah, they, they beat him, and they save the island, and, you know, everyone on Nightcrawler's team kind of gets their moment, and they have a church now. And, uh, they're like, oh, well, we need a name for, you know, our practitioners, you know, where, are we going to be priests? Are we going to be Jedis? What are we going to be? <laughs> and Nightcrawler eventually decides I have a name for us. We'll be called legionaries.
1: Huh, nice. <laughs>
0: After Legion himself, I'm like, that's oh, pretty fucking cool, actually. So it's it's pretty good. I don't know if it's, like, quite as affecting as the earlier issues that did, like, amazing one and duns that were, like, complex and adult and gave yeah, you a lot yeah. to chew on. But it is a nice Nightcrawler story. He does end up coming full circle in a big way. And it's certainly, you know, I think Taken as a whole, it's, like, stronger than that.
1: Nice. Okay, cool.
0: So, yeah, yeah I think you'll have a good time with it even if i think there is a point there where like nightcrawler literally sits you down and gives you a fucking sunday school parable (laughs) where i'm like okay you didn't need to do this in the first couple issues yeah okay B. Black back again, helping us out, thank you so much. Now that we know mutants are brainwashed pod people, do you think they'll be returning to the status quo, stop resurrecting his onslaught related to Scarlet Witch's death? Will the island change? Yeah, that's an excellent question, B. Black, because yeah, basically this story does kind of come down on the fact that endless resurrection is bad, and that like it kills the soul and everything, and like, you know, to keep doing it is wrong. And I'm like, so Nightcrawler came to this realization but they're going to keep doing it in other books, though.
1: Oh, well, I think it, it's probably going to lead to some sort of... And I, I know this this word will trigger some people. I think it's going to lead to some sort of schism. Mm. Uh, mm. Whereas, like, you've got, like... <laughs> yeah, you've got, like, Nightcrawlers. <laughs> like, the people who believe in Nightcrawler stuff who don't want resurrection or anything. And then you just got, like, just random, like, mutants who are like, yeah, hey, resurrection's cool. I can fucking go get killed and just come back and no, no... Mm. Uh, consequences or anything
0: well you know Matt. i think you actually pitched a really good next arc for this because it's like yeah okay you fought so long to get a religion to get like you know a way of life for your people to gather around as a community cool here's an interesting thing about religions though they often lead to holy wars and like you said schisms Mm -hmm.
1: yeah it feels like it's building up to that where it's like you've got these two factions one uh yeah you know that it's that whole sort of that separation of church and state sort of thing Yeah. and it's like yeah yeah, yeah. both sides and it's like no they're, they're gonna start warring just because that's how it always is and how just, it always ends no matter even if the mutants say they're better than humans it's gonna end like that
0: because <laughs> yeah how long is it gonna be before someone says hey nightcrawler you're like the jesus and pope of this new religion yeah why do you get to be on the ruling governmental council yeah yeah. Seems like you hold a scary amount of power in that regard, huh? Yep won't that be bad <laughs> also too there's like a whole thing when they talk about the spark like oh the spark is love and kindness and courageousness and everything but then like the final little fine print there's like and the spark will also burn away anyone who dares challenge mutant rights i'm like ah there we go yeah
1: that is uh, you print. gotta read them terms and conditions you know? every
0: every religion has one of those the little <laughs> fine print hey we're all about love and brotherhood and turning the other cheek but don't fuck with us bro <laughs> <laughs> is always there. In a little fine print. But uh, yeah, is good, is good. I like it. I think it's I think this is gonna like, you know, actually go down as probably one of the, you know, best uh of this reign of X era. I think people are gonna go back and be like, man, that reads really good together. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely, definitely.
0: So there you go. Uh what else did you have? Because that was my last one. Uh
1: I had three books, but two I can actually talk about together. But the first one I want to talk about is The Death of Doctor Strange
0: oh yes 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 he dying
1: uh he he, he... yes but no <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right uh yeah no so the, this issue uh like kind of gets the death out of the way pretty quickly in that he dies oh, really? in, the, in, in this issue uh but but for for the first half of the issue it's just all about like uh exploring and kind of reiterating dr Strange's role as a source of supreme it's not just like he's not just a hero he's like literally protecting the earth realm and like him being alive protects the earth realm it goes back to that whole thing where it's like the earth's got like a shield over it and it stops like other in uh dimensions invading it but stuff still gets through like the war of the realms and all Ah. that sort of stuff uh and if there is no sorcerer supreme that shield falls and anything can come in and invade um Steven ends up also, like, he's splitting his time between being the source of Supreme and saving people. Uh, A surgeon who saves people, because he's got his hands back. Oh Uh, yeah,
0: that's right, that did happen. (laughs) As well
1: as a teacher at Strange Academy.
0: Oh yeah, that's also a thing. Man, yeah. it feels like they just threw everything at Doctor Strange yeah. for a couple of years. Like one of these has to
2: stick.
1: Yeah, yeah. Where he, where he's, he's teaching Doyle Dormammu's son, which uh, gets a great like tie in, uh, with annihilation, uh, the annihilation war mm-hmm. stuff that's happening. He's like, I can't feel what my dad's doing at the moment. It's weird because <laughs> usually I should be able to keep an eye on him, and it's like, uh, oh, maybe oh, something's happening and all that sort of stuff um but yeah he he goes through all this sort of stuff and um he, he he keep keeps doing what he's doing but then someone comes to see him at his home and it's someone that he seems to recognize and that someone attacks him and stabs him and kills him and uh wong and uh uh zelma and uh brother voodoo are the ones who find him and find that he's dead but everyone knows he's dead because the minute he dies the shield around the earth falls and like all these dimensions start invading and the avengers are like scrambling to sort of deal with all this sort of stuff and baron mordu comes and he's angry because someone beat him to the punch and killed dr strange before he could um and it's here we learn that Doctor Strange actually had a contingency for his death, and oh. uh, that is he ends up bringing a younger version of himself from the past to the future oh. to the to the present, uh, who was trapped in some realm. Uh, I'm just going to call it the the Steve Ditko realm because it looks Orchestra like the Steve man. Ditko realm. <laughs> Um, I was
0: gonna say, what does he look like? Does he look even more like Benedict Cumberbatch
1: now? Or he's younger, and he looks. His his costume is like his original one, where it's like blue and like the 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 like uh, the uh, yeah yellow orange gloves with like the the Kirby like dots on them and everything. Yeah, and he says zounds. He says Uh zounds. His catchphrase.
0: Everything old is new again.
1: Yeah, so he comes back, and so technically Doctor Strange did die but he's still alive because there's technically a younger version of him now
0: all right i see that (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) but well what really made me tired is like at the end of this book i'm like okay that that's pretty cool i can't wait to read these five issues and then at the end of the book you get a checklist and it's like it's like or the five issues and then there's like avengers tie-ins and doctor and strange academy tie-ins and x-men tie-ins and i'm like oh my god just just stop this is also tiresome <laughs> i understand I mean, I why get... because it's like doctor strange he's pretty important but like he's gonna be some in a of movie these...
0: soon too so we got to go all out on some them.
1: of these could have been you know compressed down into one issue i'm trying to think what was
0: the last like death of story i really <laughs> enjoyed it was probably the death of wolverine because yeah, it was, was just it was that. all contained to one book yep yep it's only after he died did they spin it off and do like a hundred oh, other yeah, things search
1: for wolverine and all these books that went nowhere
0: Remember, there was another X book there where uh, it was like a whole team of Weapon X people and one guy looked like Wolverine, Mr. Sharp, but he wasn't. Yep. What the fuck ever happened to Mr. Sharp? You know, I don't care what happened to Mr. Sharp. It <laughs> doesn't
1: matter. It doesn't matter anymore.
0: It Does, doesn't fucking care. But like that was a big thing. Where it's like, oh, is this Wolverine? Why doesn't he remember? stuff? now nah, he's just a guy who looks like him. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Easy as that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else did you have? You said you had two books that kind of go together.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, these were the last two bits of uh, the Last of the Annihilation. Uh, the, the they had a Wakanda special, uh, which saw cool. uh, Wakanda get involved in the in the battle in space with the Shiar and the scrolls and the Kree and all that. Uh, but T'Challa can't obviously go and uh, deal with it himself because he's got like duties on Earth as king and an Avenger. And they mentioned stuff about his upcoming book um so he can't go so he ends up sending uh mumbaku in his place uh who's uh kind of joined him back after like all the stuff that happened in tanahasi Coates' book where he was like part of like the the wakandan empire and all this stuff um so he ends he ends up going into space with shuri to help uh Fight with the Shia, who the Shia don't particularly like Wakandans, because Wakandans, the Wakandan Empire, which is different from the one on Earth, the the spacefaring guys, ended up like attacking the Shia at one point and like Deathbird's people and almost like committing mass genocide against them. So they don't particularly like Wakandans. Um, so Yikes. Mbaku's got to kind of like deal with that while also dealing with mindless ones who. taking over uh air's moon and turning it into a mindless one
2: Mm. uh,
1: to attack air and destroy the planet uh he ends up coming up with an idea that uh is used like an illegal weapon that was used to commit genocide against the the shia to save the shia and it's like a lot of
0: space genocide yeah
1: yeah it's like this uh uh vibranium uh like satellite array that they they're gonna modify that instead of like it was meant to shake planets apart with vibrations they're going Ooh, to use fun. it to like uh capture the energy that the mindless ones are using and fire it back at them and Clever. Um, and yeah it's it's just about them sort of uh getting together and uh, at the end of the book it's revealed that uh this was kind of a test for mbaku uh, uh on t'challa's part and t'challa ends up making him the regent of wakanda which is like oh cool. he's the one who's got a sort of um bring all these different uh factions of wakanda because uh wakanda's got like the earth faction and the space faction and then all these other factions he's got to kind of bring them all together and Mbaku is the one who can do it because he don't take no shit do you,
0: do you think that means anything to the fact that man getting a big of a bit of a push yeah. right now probably probably i know we still don't know who's going to be you know uh succeeding black panther in the movies but everyone sure does like uh what is it uh dukes is his name yeah, in real winston life
1: Winston duke yeah
0: yeah everyone really likes winston dukes if winston dukes became black panther i wouldn't have a problem with that i
1: wouldn't either i i i'd like him to actually just continue being the ape, but like with the black panther powers and everything he's got a real cool costume there it's like his manate costume but because it's space it's like got like a space visor on it and he's got like the jaw oh. of like a gorilla and so it looks pretty cool it looks pretty cool
0: cool (laughs) b black saying seriously everyone's been sleeping on the intergalactic wakandan empire saga i know you told me to check it out and read it and i feel like i kind of have to now that it's all said and done
1: yeah yeah it's it is pretty good it was pretty good
0: yeah a lot of people saying it's uh what is it ta-nehisi code's big magnum opus
1: yeah it was pretty good
0: right on Uh, And
1: the the last issue was Guardians of the Galaxy issue 18, the final issue Uh, in the series. final one. And the final issue of uh, Last Annihilation. And uh, yeah, (laughs) it was pretty fucking insane. Um, So uh, Dr. Doom knows how to finally defeat uh, Dormammu, and he's got to uh, use it like a pentagram to try and take away uh, Dormammu's power. And he's got like a bunch of the Guardians that each represent one of the five planets that uh that um Dormammu's trying to take in his big pentagram that he's drawn across the universe (laughs) so he's got like Groot and Drax and uh who are the who else Uh, Groot, Drax, Moondragon and I think Star-Lord they all like represent and himself they all represent like each of the planets and while he's taking uh his power the idea is that he's going to make Dormammu powerless with magic and then rocket's going to come in with the big fucking gun that cable stole <laughs> and, <laughs> oh yeah that's and, right the big space guy. and shoot him in the fucking head and because he's got no magic to protect him it's gonna kill him uh, what's even better is that it's like okay so they can't exactly just fire this this mysterium shell at him so what they what they do is like it's like okay because the machines can't actually work it we're going to replace the machines with nova <laughs> <laughs> and so nova ends up becoming basically the firing pin of this machine amazing and and he shoots shoots dormammu in the head and like kills him like just kind of sends him back to his realm and Fucking yeah sick. the book ends with them all sort of having the big sort of ewok celebration <laughs> at the end and yeah the the team the team uh, are still a team and they're going to probably be a team when the book comes back yeah
0: for whoever that new writer is yeah whatever that new era is well that sounds fun
1: yeah it was great i just like that they just they they shot him in the head with a fucking big gun (laughs) how do
0: we beat the demon shoot him with a big gun yeah
1: i know like that 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 was born out of a joke that that rocket said rocket in like the second issue of it's like oh i'm just gonna get a big gun and just shoot him in the head and that's (laughs) what they end up doing
2: yeah
0: (laughs) if it ain't broke don't fix it right (laughs) no All right. I guess that's everything then. That's all the books we covered this week. That's everything. All righty then. So thank you so much, everyone, for coming and joining us and hanging out. We're glad we could come back and give you a new episode after taking the week off and everything there. Uh, Covered a lot of topics, had a lot of fun, and got a lot of great donations from you, the fans, which we greatly appreciate.
1: Yeah. Thank you, everyone.
0: As always, if you are a patron, you'll get to listen to the show first before anyone else for as little as a dollar a month. Matt and I try and put up the audio and video versions there as soon as we can so you can see it before it goes live on the channel Wednesday 8 Mm a.m. Uh, big thanks to our sponsor, Wild Bill's Craft Soda. As always, you can use our promo code right down there at the bottom, Cape Joel, to get 10% off your first order. Oh, oh, it's delicious in the summer, in the winter, and anytime. <laughs> it's good stuff, and you know they are a trusted sponsor of the channel, which we appreciate.
1: Yeah, they've been good to us.
0: They have indeed been good to us, so that's always good uh someone in the chat saying is the show weekly or bi-weekly now no it's still weekly i just had to take a day off because i haven't had one
1: in forever we had to have a couple of days off yeah
0: yeah matt got called away and i was tired from waking up early and going to vote I just, like, burnt out from this. <laughs> but, hey, but you got a really big show this week with lots of news. So, uh, again, thank you so much, everyone, for coming and checking us out. Thank you, as always, to the patrons who, you know, also help keep the lights on and help this thing go in a big way. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back again next week for more show, right, Matt?
1: Yeah, yeah. Can't wait.
0: We sure will be. So, until then, everyone, thank you so much for, you know, spending your Sunday night here watching with us live. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back again next time. Bye-bye.
1: Yeah.